Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Second game is the Texans and the Chiefs in Kansas City. Here to give us a hands-on look because the guy who covers them uh, day in and day out in KC for the, uh, excuse me, in Houston. Uh, covers the Texans for the Houston Chronicle. Uh, beat reporter Aaron Wilson joins us here on CBS Sports Radio. How are you, Aaron? Doing great. Thank you. About 16 degrees here in Kansas City, a lot of snow, but they say the weather's going to be good tomorrow, about 40 degrees and clear, so looking forward to watching this game. I, thank you very much for taking my first question. I was going to ask you what's the weather like in Kansas City, but you already told us so. Uh, coat needed tonight, tomorrow, uh, not necessarily the entire winter weather uh, attire needed, but uh, should be good enough by game time from what you're hearing? Yeah, that's my understanding, that they put the tarp on, so the field will be dry and should be great conditions for playoff football at Arrowhead Stadium and historic place. And these teams were here in October. Texans won. A lot of changes since then. It's been an interesting matchup. All right. Uh, were you there for the October matchup when, as you state, the Texans beat the Chiefs? You say a uh, little, bit, little bit of differences and changes to both teams. Certainly uh, level of play has uh, changed as well. How were the Texans able to win that game? I know it was kind of a wild game with a lot of first-half scoring, but they were able to hang on and win in the second half. How'd they pull it off? The way they did it, they ran the run-pass option really to a tee. They played to an offense tailored to Deshaun Watson's strengths, and Carlos Hyde, against the team that traded him right at the end of the preseason, he ran the ball right down his throat, and it was a winning combination, and there was some pressure on Patrick Mahomes, and he was not 100%. He still threw three touchdowns, but he was hobbled a little bit, so I think that limited things. And they did a decent job on Travis Kelsey, not as well with Tyree Kelly, gave up a couple of touchdowns to him. But their secondary since then, they've added some personnel. They traded for Garyon Conley. They picked up Vernon Hargraves. Those guys are starters now, the nickel and the uh, starting outside corner, respectively. Bradley Roby got hurt that game. He's back now and picking off passes and yeah, it's still kind of a bend but don't break defense, but they got J.J. Watt back this last game, and he gave them a spark. What I think has really been the most dramatic change is the Chiefs, 11.5 points allowed over the last six games of the season, and they're on a six-game winning streak, and Patrick Mahomes is completely 100%, and not only does he have the cannon arm, but he's got his ability to scramble and ad-lib and improvise two of the best quarterbacks, not just best young quarterbacks, but best quarterbacks in this game, and they're going to square off. It should be very much uh, a fascinating matchup to see these guys go at it. All right. Uh, I want to touch on a couple things said there. Uh, I think Darian Conley has kind of been an under-the-radar 
big addition for teams heading to the playoffs. There were two other uh, D-backs that changed teams, uh, neither of which made the playoffs. Minka Fitzpatrick played very well for Pittsburgh and helped them get into the mix, but they came up short, and uh, Jalen Ramsey got dealt from Jacksonville to L.A. Still not enough of an addition to the Rams to make the postseason, but Conley has upgraded that uh, Texans defense in the secondary. How big a part of it has he been? He's a big part of it. This guy's a first-round draft pick out of Ohio State. And I don't think that's in the first round for nothing. He's got talent. He's a long corner. He's got recovery speed. Doesn't get a lot of interceptions, but he's very good at deflecting passes. He's a little more physical. He looks. He's not the biggest guy in terms of just frame, but he's tall and long-armed. He's kind of wiry. He's deceptively strong. I think he does a very good job of the trail technique and then kind of letting people think someone's open and swooping in, knocking out the football. And he's been a good addition. He's a very quiet, humble, low-key guy. I've gotten to know him a little bit since the trade. And he is a guy that likes to fly below the radar, I believe, does not seek attention, social media, any of that stuff. He's just a pretty quiet guy, and they like him a lot. And he's under contract. Uh, that was one of the things they were trying to do was acquire sort of depressed assets. Under Bill O'Brien, who's been essentially like the general manager, they're adding guys like Conley that they think they can do something with. And so far – that's been a really good addition. Would tend to agree with you there, for sure. Uh, we're talking to Aaron Wilson from the Houston Chronicle. Cubs the Texans prepping for tomorrow's Houston-Kansas City uh, matchup in the divisional round NFL playoffs. I Last week, I thought the play that uh, your quarterback made, avoiding not one but two sacks on the same play and then uh, getting the ball downfield to a wide-open receiver. And I can't really blame the defense because yeah, I thought he was dead in the water, too, and sacked was uh, one of the more sing- individually singular plays in the season this year. Did any of his teammates give him any grief during the week? Like, hey, tough guy, if I hit you, you know, you're going down. <laughs> you're not shedding me there. Was there any uh, jovialness in the locker room after yeah. a win and after that kind of play? There were guys watching it on the phone. Uh, Laramie Tunsil, the Pro Bowl left tackle, watching on Deshaun's phone. Everyone was kind of in awe, even – Deshaun and Deshaun doesn't do a lot of things. I think that make him, you know, really sit up and take notice and say, "Wow, I just did that." This was one of those times. And this, Bill O'Brien thinks when he got kicked in the eye against the Raiders and still threw the touchdown, that that ranks above it because he was had a bloodshot eye for weeks and it was a crazy play. He was just checking to make sure he still got an eye. And he's, while he's doing that, he's rolling right and throwing a touchdown. But to me, this because of the stakes and taking these heavy hits, those were big kill shots, and he just braces himself, bounces off, spins out, then takes a third hit from Jordan Phillips, who's 6'6", 314 pounds, and throws a strike to Taiwan Jones, special teamer, backup running back, doesn't play a lot, and he could scoot. He runs a 4-3-3. I thought it was a great play, and it was all ad-libbed. He also did something, too, where he checked before the play because he knew that they were looking for him to throw to DeAndre Hopkins. He decided to change the play a little bit make an adjustment, go to Taiwan Jones. So in that one play, he showed toughness, poise, an arm, and his mind. So that's the thing about Deshaun Watson. He plays fast, and he thinks fast. And I think that you know when you talk about cutting edge of quarterbacks, we're talking about Mahomes and Watson. That's what these guys can do. But, yeah, that's an incredible play. I mean, that's like Lamar Jackson type stuff. It's amazing. Don't know if he commented it individually or uh, you guys were able to ask him about it, but 
This is a showdown between two quarterbacks who were drafted in the same draft. Oh, by the way, Mitch Trubisky was taken before both of them. Oops. Um, uh, But Mahomes a couple of picks before Deshaun. Uh, They did go one-on-one earlier this year. Deshaun got the leg up. But Mahomes already has an MVP in his back pocket. Is it a friendly competition between the two? Is it a still-got-to-prove-it competition between the two? Is it a deep disdain between the two? If you know, what's the relationship between Mahomes and Watson? Yeah, we've had a lot of times to talk to Deshaun about Patrick. We've seen Patrick do a lot of interviews about Deshaun. They are friends. They have been on fields together. They've worked together. They know each other and respect each other. And, yeah, it's not really – when I think of rivalries, I mean, usually I think of, you know, it's going to be kind of heated. It's not like that. I think they just literally respect each other's accomplishments. They talk each other up. And I think they're fans of each other, their games, the way they play. And they're both nice guys. Uh, you know, I haven't heard anyone say a bad word ever about Deshaun Watson or Patrick Mahomes. I got to know Patrick a little bit during the draft process. Talked to him the day after he visited the Texans and met with Bill O'Brien. Texans love that guy. And we're considering him. <clears throat> Bill, and then the Chiefs, you know, land him. Then they get their franchise quarterback. As you said, Pat, Mr. Trubisky, not in these guys' league. Bears made a big mistake not drafting one of those two players, but that's the kind of thing that can define for a GM really their career. And so far it does for Ryan Pace. But I, I think when you look at these guys and their personalities, just you know, young guys that are very talented, both are about to be highly paid this offseason. They're both due for new contracts. They're eligible after their third year in the NFL. And I think whoever gets paid more, it's not going to begrudge the other guy. It's not like one of those kind of robberies where you, you know, as the young people say, hate on the other guy. No, not at all. I think they celebrate each other, and uh, that's kind of kind of cool. I think at this you know level, when you can say, okay, yeah, I'm good. He's good. I hope he does well. Except when he's playing my team. <laughs> Got a couple of weeks uh, waiting for his number two coming back out on his wide receiver uh, tandem as the quarterback for the Texans. Looks like Will Fuller's going to be able to give it a go uh, yes. with the injury that he had. No, there's always the possibility for a reoccurrence, but you say the field should be okay by the time they get it going tomorrow. How does getting Will Fuller back into the lineup uh, affect the Texans offense tomorrow against the Chiefs? It's a big deal because they were 8-3 and three in the regular season with Will Fuller in the lineup, 2-3 and three without him. They averaged seven points more per game with Fuller. It's one of the top deep threats in the game. Very fast, 4-2-8 in the 40 coming out of Notre Dame. He won't be running 4-2-8 with that groin, though. They had a hamstring earlier in the year. He missed five games total in the regular season. This is right at the three-week threshold. This is when we were expecting him back, and he did a good job of rehabbing and getting back. Do I expect him to be 100%? No, I do not. But I think he could change the game with one sprint and getting wide open against the corner that just can't keep up with him. I do. I just wonder, like you say, is it going to hold up? But I expect him to be active. I'm reporting he will be active. He will play. And they just have to keep a close eye on him because he's very much a guy that's prone to injuries. And it's not that he's not tough. I've seen him take big hits. I've seen him do a lot of things. And he'll play with an injury but he just tends to get hurt, if that makes any sense. He's just not like he's soft or anything. He's just a guy that tends to have injuries, a multitude of injuries since being drafted out of Notre Dame. And it's a shame because he's not just a fast guy. He's a good football player. And the tandem, when they have him and DeAndre Hopkins together, it's 
a much different offense. Kenny Stills is a good football player. They've got a lot of their guys that are complimentary. But Fuller, he's got star power. This guy can change a game. We're talking to Aaron Wilson of the Houston Chronicle here with us on CBS Sports Radio. We saw what J.J. Watt's return meant to the team both uh, on the field and emotionally last week. Big lift in both categories. Can he be the guy who keeps Mahomes pressured? I'm not even saying getting home and getting sacks, but getting him to either get rid of the football earlier uh, and or maybe get a hand up and get a hand on one. How much does his pass rush mean in the uh, effect on the game? It's a big deal because you saw once he got into a rhythm against the Bills, a lot of it came back to him. The bull rush that he had, the rip move, all of those things. And he had a sack that gave them a lift. They held him to a field goal. From that point on, they make up that 16 nothing deficit, and then they win in overtime. I think it definitely was a impactful play, not just what he did, but how it made people feel because guys out there – early a month or two before he's supposed to with a torn peck and you know he's doing something that hasn't happened before medically in terms of football coming back that soon it took eight months for Whitney Merciless to make a full recovery when he tore his peck a couple years ago the Texans linebacker and JJ's back in a couple months he admitted it it hurts he's in some pain (laughs) but it's not a situation where he can't play and he had a play where he thought this might be it it's gonna pop and he landed right on his chest. He dove to make a tackle, and he was okay. And I think it'll hold up, and I think as far as affecting Patrick Mahomes, he's capable of deflecting some passes. He's also capable of beating their offensive tackles. We've seen him do it against the Chiefs in the past, and he's capable of doing it again. But you don't want him playing every single snap. They had him playing every snap in fourth quarter and overtime. He hasn't played in a long time. I think at least at the beginning – they try that sub-rush thing a little bit and try to ration out his snaps. When you want him at full strength, is in crunch time. And I think that's when he'll play the most if this game is close. All right. If you already shared your pick with your readers, do so again with us here. If you didn't, well, you got to do so again with us anyway, and we just won't tell anybody. All right. I wrote this for the Eastern Chronicle, and I stand by it, even with Will Fuller back. Chiefs 27, Texans 20. I think the ultimate reason why – they're just not going to be able to cover these receivers long enough. And Patrick Mahomes, they'll just be a little bit better than Deshaun Watson on this day. But we'll find out. Nothing would surprise me if they did win. And if Deshaun Watson is able to work magic in a big game and make clutch plays. But my pick is the Chiefs, and we'll see if I'm right. Aaron, good stuff. Appreciate your sharing your Thank insight you. with us here today. Uh, have a good coverage uh, tomorrow, bud. Appreciate you. Thank you. Aaron Wilson, Houston Chronicle, Texans beat reporter. Uh, hey, I always give props to anybody who's writing from a local standpoint. He's a Houston guy. Doesn't mean that he's on the payroll to Texans, but he knows he's writing for and to a bunch of Houston fans. But your job is to give your honest opinion. And he told us honestly, I think Kansas is a slightly better team, and that's why I think they're going to win the game. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.